us about yoga and your teaching style. Hey everybody, it's Tyler. I guess I'll start with my teaching style. I suppose it would depend on if you've taken my class or not, whether you agree with what my teaching style may be. I can tell you from my perspective how I teach and what my teaching style is. And then if anybody wants to comment below and discuss my teaching style from a student's perspective, that would be cool. I would like giving people a place to explore their mind and their body and what they feel spiritual life means to them. At first, when people come to their mats, it is more of a physical experience, but then as people continue to get to their mat and explore the mind and the body and the breath, there becomes an aha moment, which is what a lot of us say when we have something happen in yoga where we, and in life, where we say, oh, that's that's that. That's that feeling. That's that moment that everybody talks about. I have it now. And it's not really something I can explain, but it. I'll try. There's this moment when you feel grounded in yourself, and it fluctuates. Sometimes you won't feel grounded, and sometimes you won't feel that you're living to your fullest potential. But making it back to making yourself get back to your mat is essential in creating that type of peace within yourself and I really like being hands-on with people and helping them to feel relaxed and comfortable and I feel like a lot of people are touch starved and what I mean by that is it's just a a, a massage or a, just a, a general touch of relaxation that helps people just sort of settle the body and it has nothing to do with the other person you're, you're not giving the energy out when you're touching um, when you're hugging someone or whatever you, you're giving out your energy too but when the teacher is concentrating on you and creating an experience for you to feel relaxed in alignment and there is a sense of grounding that happens when that ha when the teacher is touching you depending on the teacher and, and how you feel about the atmosphere it can be really amazing to feel the way someone else's touch can help you to tune in to the subtleties in your body and the way that your breathing enters into different spaces in your body. And that's something that happens. We become aware of our body in a new way. It's not like the typical thing where we know, yes, my right hip hurts or my knees, they kill me or my head or this or that. And we all have injuries and things that we know, you know, chronic pain type of issues. 
However, when you get to your yoga mat, you start noticing subtleties in your body. And it's not necessarily the pain or how far you can push yourself or how... It becomes less about the physical pain and more about the awareness of breathing through the uncomfortable sensations and the way that when you feel tightness and tension in certain parts of your body that you can actually direct your breathing to those spaces and it's almost like a meditation and a message from the mind to the body through the breath of letting go of where we sort of clench we we will hold tight to that pain and tension in our body because it's just difficult for us to allow ourselves to relax almost for fear of injuring ourselves further or we just have conditioned our body to stay tight to stay in this state of tension it's really cool when you're in a difficult posture and you're let's say your hips and you're breathing into the space you can feel the tightness and the tension build when you take a deep breath um, in a positive way a, a building of tension but as you exhale the breath you can then feel this natural sensation of your body wanting to release that tension and there's this one place in the breath where you can get caught and you can stop there and it's almost like oh I feel that and we can continue the exhale or we can stop at the at that point and take a deep breath in which is not what we want to do we want to learn how to breathe through it and realize that our breathing is our friend and that we can use the breathing to subtly help our body release these not just pain and tension physically but the pain and, and tension that we create um, by not breathing fully or through the stresses of daily life or things that our body has held on to. Uh, most people have probably heard, you know, we have the muscle memory and things get stored in our muscles and we can release those um, things on our mat. And while this may sound odd, once you feel it, you'll realize that it is true, that you can really feel tension leaving your body in a deeper way than just a simple stretch from time to time before, say, an athletic activity or something of that nature. Um, we, in yoga, it's talked about um, quite often, we have uh, samskaras, which is kind of one of the words that sounds like something that we are familiar with and as scars and it really relates to on a deeper level when you when you begin to explore that term it talks about your past karmas and things of that nature but to put it in a, a relatable 
term and a relatable definition. It's the way that we hold on to certain things that have happened in our past and how these things help to shape us as human beings and how we need to learn to breathe into those things both mentally and physically so that we can release them and make room for the new. And we have to reprogram our way of thinking and breathing and moving in order to do that. And having witnessed that happen with people, it's it's awesome. It's a beautiful thing. I, and I know what it feels like to release these things and to work through things because I'm a student always too. And I simply express what I've felt in my practice by teaching it in hopes that people will feel that same feeling that I was able to experience. And while yoga is not a religion, it's a method and there are different branches of yoga and a lot of the yoga that we see is asana, uh, the hatha yoga part of things. And while this is a method and vehicle for us to get started, the deeper things become apparent the more you continue to do the physical. And the physical is amazing and it's really awesome to watch when you see somebody that can do Cirque du Soleil on their mat. However, it's not the most important thing. I always want people to feel like they don't need to be able to stand on their hands and they don't need to say master a practice because no one and the seasoned yogi will tell you no one will ever be a master of a practice. There is always a little step further that you can go physically, a little step further that you can go philosophically, and we're always learning and we're always striving really to continue with what I'm sure you have heard before, the beginner's mind. In the beginner's mind, everything is possible. In the expert mind, very few things are possible. And this is working with our ego and realizing that we always have something to learn, that we're always growing, and that there isn't this destination that we're going to reach, well, maybe one day when we become enlightened beings. But we're, we're really just on this journey and we can grow and put the work in. And some of us feel that, that pull towards this method of finding love and peace and connection and feeling grounded in our highest self and our abilities and what we have to offer the world and when we are on our mat it only becomes more apparent to us that we have purpose and we're continuing to grow all the time and the point is realizing not the actual posture and finding your deepest expression. Everyone's deepest expression of a posture is going to be different, period. Um, I know people that can 
back bend and touch their heels. I do not do that. Um, do I think it's amazing? Heck yes. It is a beautiful thing to watch. However, is my spine going to do that? Maybe get close to that, yeah, with continued practice. But it's not what our body can contort into. It is the journey on the way to the posture. We're learning how to deal with things in this way that we're, it's a self-acceptance thing. It's a working with our body as it's being offered to us today. It's working with our brain and our ego and our ability to let go of certain things, let go of the attachment to getting into postures and learning these little tidbits of philosophy without even realizing it. And then if you allow your mat and what you learn about your body and the way that you move and you think about it in a daily life situation, then that's when the physical starts to come into your regular life, not regular life, but your daily life to um, help you to stay more even keeled, balanced, and aware of the things that you're, you're thinking and you're saying and you're doing. And you're always ready for like the next lesson and the next thing that you're supposed to be working through and, and things that we keep getting presented with and situations that we, we're supposed to work through and how how gracefully we we move through life and and how we let go of things not meant for us and how to go for it and and just see where the road takes us sometimes so really yoga has opened up this way of life for me And I think that most people that continue to practice and want to hear more about yoga will agree. And there's always a student that will come to to you or you have done the same exact thing to a teacher and they'll say, what is this that, what is this? this, what is this feeling I'm feeling? And do you have something I can read about this? Because there's, there's something happening but I'm not quite sure, but I'm really interested in learning more about it. And all of a sudden that's when you're like, ah, you had a moment, you had that moment. And that's when in anything that we do, the things that inspire us, there'll be that moment where we're like, this is, this is something for me. And while yoga might not be that for everyone, Yoga does not just have to be the physical postures. Fishing could be that for someone. You know, there's moving meditation, an awareness, a connection with with your source energy, as I said. Whatever spirit is for you, whatever inspiration is for you, that vibration within yourself, that that buzzing in, in, in your in your belly that flutter in your heart and not butterflies like ooh, I'm a kid this is exciting yeah it's exciting but it's more of an awareness that you're all of a sudden that you're that vibration 
lifts. It's true. We have a vibration. And it's so cool when you can feel that your, your vibration is up or when it's steady or when it's low. And then we have to remember to come back to that, that center, that focal point. You can compare the physical practice all day long to your mental and physical alignment in life. It's a deep practice and it can, you can go, it's, it's a rabbit hole. You can go as deep as you want with it and learn more and more about yourself and and develop this amazing awareness with yourself and with the beings around you and then it's it's your practice it's your connection and we can keep it physical and that's fine or we can go a little deeper and learn the philosophy and have things open up in a whole new way and and learn that all of these these things that we've heard throughout life are all related in the golden rule and the philosophy of how we treat them you know ourselves and others and doing good for others and our path and how we help the world and our service to our community and fellow beings and there will be moments of peace washing over us and feeling amazing and then there will be our human moments of trials and difficulty with other people and uh, grieving and all of the things that feel dark in life and we become aware of the ebb and flow and the darkness and the light and the way that one cannot exist without the other that we won't we don't know light until we felt the dark and we don't know the dark until we felt the light the yin and the yang and one cannot exist without the other and when we feel that light we have to remember that there will be dark again one day and that we learn that you can suffering is optional it's easier said than done grieving is one term and suffering is another and they have different definitions and uh, we can work with our suffering because it is said that life is suffering and that is because there is always an opposing feeling for all of all feelings love and hate, sad and happy, and 
becoming aware of these things in my own life and being able to guide people on this journey and in the physical practice and if they want to go deeper into the spiritual practice, I dig it. It's a good thing. So yoga for me is, is feeling the most like you. We're not always peaceful. Yoga teachers aren't always peaceful. In fact, I think that the misconception is that there's this peace and love and la 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 and that is absolutely the opposite of what we really want to convey with yoga. We want to allow people to realize that we do have peace, but we are allowed to feel feelings and it's how quickly we recover from these things, these feelings of, of despair and anger and things like that. And we're always becoming, we're always awakening. We are always becoming. And that being 100% yourself and realizing who you are and how you interact with the world around you and how you handle situations and what your strengths and weaknesses are is yoga and we are yoga it is the union of yourself with your your with with you with your highest source So that's that, everybody. So we can get serious. We can play. We can have fun. We can get deep and still laugh and make jokes and relate with one another. Because that's what it's all about. Connection.